Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter. Put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 podcast presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer first care in Adair County. United Citizens Bank, we do it all right here. For the show's intents and purposes, I'm your host, Will Rich, and I am joined again tonight after a, a, a slight hiatus by our fearless leader, Clay Turner. Clay, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm not doing as well as you are. I didn't just come back from a small little getaway. Had about a week there where you got to go. You went to Hilton Head, right? Hilton Head. The weather was perfect. We ate great. Now, sadly, tomorrow I go back to work. I hadn't worked in like 12 or 13 days. I got used to it. And part of me is ready to go back to work. But then again, you know, it's kind of hard to go back when you've had all these days off. What's the best thing you had to eat while you were gone? I had some really good scallops at a place called the Red Fish. Scallops. Really Red. good. Scallops and lobster mac and cheese was with it. Oh, now I've had lobster mac and cheese. Now, that you, Clay, you were right. eating pretty hot. What was the dessert that you were telling us that you had? A chocolate torte. A torte? A torte. T-O-R-T-E. Is it a torte or is it a tort? It probably is a tort. I've been pronounced it torte. I'm gonna so. play it on the on <laughs> Google right now. It is a tort. So Clay, you ordered a torte, it which might not be. We might not be talking about the same thing. Tort. Can you hear that? Yeah. Describe to me a tort because it sounds fancy, or a torte so, if you want to be uh, really fancy. So the actual thing I ordered was called a stylus chocolate tort. And I was like, hmm, that sounds a little interesting. So I looked it up on Google. The difference is with cake, of course, it's tons of flour, sugar, all that type of stuff. Where a tort is, of course, not as much sugar, flour, but it's like it's really solid. Like it's uh, when we were cutting into it, I was expecting way softer and it's not. It kind of reminds me of like a a cheesecake, you know, when you cut into a cheesecake, kind of how that is. Yeah, almost like a solid. Yeah, the air and fluff that's in a cake. Yeah, so like a tort, by definition, is a type of cake, you see, multi-layered that is filled with whipped cream, buttercream, mousses, jam, and fruits. And Mine was, was just, like just pulling that off the top of his head. That definition, he was not look, looking it up at all. No, I just know food that well, but uh, but yeah, it was fantastic. Like I said. But yeah, the meal was let's just say I will say this. We did pay a pretty good amount for that that bill. Is that the fanciest meal you've ever eaten? Uh no. The fanciest meal I've ever ate is actually the castle in Lexington. Oh, what'd you get there? I got the steak there. It's like Wagyu. <laughs> Wag Wagyu steak. <laughs> That's what it is, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> I just love how you said it as a question. <laughs> Wagyu. <laughs> I've never heard of that. You've See, never heard like of it? Our bill that night, I think, cost us one hundred and twenty dollars. Man, it was a uh, yeah, it was a it was a lot, but 
it's something I also recommend for people to do one time for the experience. You're fancier than I am, Clay. Yeah, you know, when you look at Clay Turner, fancy is the word that usually comes to mind. Man, so that song was about you. Here's your one chance fancy, don't let me down. That was about Clay Turner. Yeah, Reba and me have been tight for many years. There you have it, folks. Clay gets married. Now, I do need to talk about something. We we don't need to take a lot of time because we've got a lot to cover, and we've gotten silly here. But married Clay is different than unmarried Clay. I saw you, you've been like commenting on Facebook, commenting on pictures. Yeah, you know what? It's funny you said that because Michaela also mentioned that. And I was like, you know, married Clay, I'm going to do whatever. See, I'm the type of person, no matter what I'm doing, I want to make my chances the best it can for it to be successful. If I'm going to be a tailor, I'm going to do things to make sure that I can be the best tailor I can be. So as a husband, I'm going to do things, whatever it takes, to be the best husband that I can be. Well, that is very inspirational, Clay. That's the Clay Turner motto. So Married Clay comments on Facebook. Yep. Yep. Married Clay has posted more on Facebook in the past week than non-married Clay in the past five five years. So if you knew Clay before Married Clay and you know him now, it's different. It's just a different guy. It's 100% a different guy. (laughs) <laughs> marriage will do that to a person sometimes for the worst but for clay i think this is this is a better version you're more loose relaxed you know it's just a lot of things but yeah i'm excited about the married life tonight this is the first podcast in the basement of my house already and, uh, put to the basement <laughs> married yep. clay lives in the basement that's yep. another Michaela, thing we need to talk about michaela's already kicked me out I saw pictures of her redecorating of your house, and it looks like she just made it her house, and you put all your stuff in the basement. I will say, upstairs is ninety nine percent her, and that's that's Clay. That's how probably it needs what to it be. should be. Yeah, that's, that's how, what, it, what it needs to be. You're one hundred percent right. Have you all had like a home cooked meal yet? Like, have you cooked for each other at home? Because this, like, literally, this will come out in two weeks. But Clay just got home. We actually have a little uh, menu thing we're doing, and we're going to cook a couple times this week. What's on the menu for this week? I might need she, to come over. She she really likes these things called Crispitos. Oh, yeah? Doing that with white rice tomorrow. I think Wednesday, maybe some sides, some pasta with Alfredo sauce. Pretty simple stuff. This segment is brought to you by Downey Eye Clinic. Downey's been the leader of optometry services in Adair County since 1981, and they are committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. Also, if you're looking to buy or sell real estate, Luke Piles with Next Home Realty Experts is the man to call for all things real estate in Southern Kentucky. Residential, commercial, investment properties, he does it all. So give him a call or text today at 270-378-0405 or message him on any social media platform. So with all the food talk, Clay, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest, make it all make sense for the people. Today, we're going to be joined by a graduate of the same class as I am, 2012 Adair County High School graduate, Miss Riley Lloyd. She is the performance nutrition coordinator at Nebraska for their volleyball and wrestling programs right now. Riley, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. So we're just going to dive right into it and get, get started then, all right? Does that sound good? Sounds good. Bring, me, bring on the questions. 
this is something I thought about because, you know, of course, you're a dietitian. Do you cook a lot yourself? Actually, no, because so my job, it's untraditional hours. You know, you, you work a little bit longer hours. And, you know, I'm fortunate in Nebraska. I eat there a lot, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. So I really don't cook, actually. I tell people how to cook. I send athletes lots of TikToks on how to cook. Air fryers are really popular right now, but I'm actually, I actually don't cook a lot. I'm more That's telling something. people how to cook or telling them this needs to improve, this needs to get better. Well, that's something I was going to ask you about because, like, Clay at the bank, if he doesn't want to talk about work or think about work, he just doesn't. Me and Seth at, at the school, we kind of do the same thing, but you have to eat. So, like, oh, yeah. So, do you ever get away from it? Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm like any person, you know. So a lot of times with nutrition, we put nutrition in the back of our mind if we're busy on everything, same with sleep. You know, I've caught myself multiple times being on TikTok or Reddit at late at night when you know you need to sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, with nutrition, sometimes it's hard to prioritize. And that's usually with athletes what the change has to be for them because they've spent so long not prioritizing. I mean, you look at D1 athletes coming in from high school, a lot of them would skip lunch. Their first meal of the day would be maybe a bag of chips at 3.30 before practice. So it's really getting them to understand, okay, everything's different now. Like when I worked with SEC football, like, okay, and you're on the O-line or D-line, you've got to hold weight. And you've probably got to gain weight. We want to gain lean muscle. So teaching them strategies, it's not like one superfood's going to fix all of our problems. It's simple strategies of, okay, you have to make sure you're eating three meals a day. Okay, we have to get a bedtime snack. We need snacks between the day. So it's really teaching athletes, how are we going to spend five extra minutes in the day making nutrition a priority versus not? Because if you skip those, you're losing chances to get calories in. So I always joke that I have to be like their mom about it. So like, did you eat? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So you call mama and say, hey. I've had, I've had you on some athletes. Like, oh, some moms want to know. But then this, me being the mom, too, I always joke I'm like the ultimate soccer mom. Because <laughs> I always got the snacks with me. But um, I'm a little different than what I used to be in high school. I'm a little more spunkier, as you could say. I have to sometimes get in their, the athlete's faces, dragging a guy uh, four times my side to try a Caesar salad. You know, <laughs> or yeah. as I say, like sometimes um, I always joke and uh, – when I was at LSU, sometimes I had to just get into their face cursing at them just to try a fruit snack. Oh, my gosh. What's more difficult, the ones that come in and they're underweight and you've got to bulk them up or the ones that come in overweight and you have to trim them down? It all depends on the, like the type of athlete. If they want to work, you can go so far with them on it. But a lot of times it's harder for them to lose the weight because you're changing 18 years of habits. Like, if you've had a bad day, well, if I've had a bad day, I want to eat canes. Yeah. I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get a box combo from Raising Canes. <laughs> so, athletes in the college saying their whole life is controlled now. They're told when to wake up, told what classes to take, what to wear to work out, what to wear to practice, when you're doing this, oh, you have to sign up for this. You know, what they do have control over food. So, a lot of times, we, with people trying to lose weight, work on their body composition, we don't see those changes sometimes until after their freshman year. Once they've got, you know, once, you know, how freshmen are in college, oh, yeah. once they've kind of got that, once they're a little more mature or, you know, something's happened. So they got benched, say they lost their starting spot. 
say they're getting behind on the death chart. That's sometimes what wakes people up. But it's been good. Volleyball team's kicking butt right now. So yeah, they're really That's good, right? Oh yeah, really, really good. Um, we're right Second. number two or three yeah. right now. I travel with them too. They um, we sell out our center for them every home game, which holds about a little over eight thousand people. Wow. With it, so they're they're huge, huge. They have a great club circuit for volleyball here. And actually, like heard um, their counties like they have middle school, they have like middle school and what high school volleyball now. Yeah, we've we've. Yeah. We've got a middle school team. We don't. A clay is actually the first youth league in Adair County that I've ever heard of. Clay's a coach. Yeah. I okay. Coach, I see you. I coach a upward middle school volleyball team. Hey, that, I, I wish they had that when we were in high school. They really need a dietitian. Yeah. He <laughs> needs to be. What does he need to be feeding these they, children? They usually give them Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually, it's funny you said that, Seth. <laughs> Because the last – I told the girls, I said, the very last game, I'm giving them milkshakes. I feel like I need to classify some of my protein shakes I've made for football players. I've got them up to about 1,600 calories before. Oh, wow. And, like, I've done, when I was at UK, when I worked – it's like an intern there. In undergrad, we had, like, 2,200-calorie ones just because they lose so much weight. Especially for, like, a – let's see, like, a O-line, right, D-line, and you average – Let's see, probably about eight to ten pounds of sweat per practice with gear on. Now, when I was in Louisiana, that was a whole other ballpark because that humidity down there. Riley, what age did you think that you wanted to do this? I didn't get involved into it until going into senior year of college at UK. I thought for the longest time I was going to be like uh, what Carly Jesse's job is, extension agent. That's what I thought I wanted to do, work with 4-H, work with the extension agent. I thought I was staying in Kentucky. Helped out with it in undergrad with football, basketball, loved it. I'm not a nine-to-five office person. I like being on my feet. It's a fun environment. It's just fun to know, see sports behind that curtain that most of the general public doesn't get to see. Where all have you been, Riley? I have been, so UK athletics in undergrad. I was started as an intern at Nebraska, working with women's gymnastics, volleyball, wrestling, then became an assistant sports dietitian, first full-time gig, working with football there. Got hired at LSU for director of football nutrition, with coaching change, all that. They offered me more money. I came back to Nebraska, and I really like the teams I work with here. So, and here, I work now with wrestling and volleyball and travel with them as well, and they're incredible sports here they're usually always ranked top five yeah just just beat uh, kentucky over the weekend so yeah and don't get me wrong i still love kentucky i still love them it's just different when that's the team you work with and you're rooting for them oh yeah absolutely oh i also worked the 2019 season with the kansas city royals got into mlb for a little bit that was fun as well but yeah, I thought it would be really uh, back to like going against Kentucky this past weekend with volleyball. It's great to be back and see the old campus, even though how much I can't believe how much has changed. Riley, when it comes to, you know, talk about a lot of football guys, definitely O line, D line, linebackers, they may have to add certain weight in the offseason or whatever. Give us an example of what would be, let's say, coach says, hey, you need to gain 20 pounds the offseason or whatever. What would be yeah. a, a normal diet? like mm-hmm. per day for this person like what would they be eating 
the big key thing is there's more high level, high risk with D1 athletics. So you want to be a team effort, you know, you know, you want to, I want to hear from the coach what they want from that player, you know, you know, for example, you know, is it a tight end they have and they're using him more for blocking now, you know, or they, what's their mindset training? Cause anytime they could be like, yeah, we gain 20 pounds on him. My first thing would always be meeting one-on-one with the athlete and kind of, I just see where they're at nutrition. You know, you get athletes who don't know what protein is. A lot of times they're not taught as much in school what it is, or they don't have a wide variety of vegetables that come in or say the only vegetable they've had before is boiled broccoli. So it's kind of seeing where they're at with food in general and then what their eating habits are and what changes are they willing to do because too many changes at once and then you're more likely for failure versus making lifestyle adjustments. I'll give you an example. Um, right out of college, I was a bariatric dietitian in Moorhead, Kentucky. And bariatric surgery, if you don't know, it's like a weight loss surgery. So before you could get the surgery through insurance, you had to talk to me. And we had a patient who drank 21 cans of Mountain Dew a day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 21 cans. So it's easy to say, hey, cut all that. But if they're so used to drinking that, you want someone to have success with quitting. Each week, we would cut back three cans. So, okay, this week, we're going to do 18 cans and keep cutting back. Now, sometimes you'd fall off the line. It's like, okay, let's reevaluate. Instead of cutting three cans this week, we'll only cut two cans this week. So eventually, it's in a way, they're weaned off with it. So the goal is always, how do we make healthy lifestyle choices? How do we make this approachable? Well, I've got a couple of just scenarios here for you. So I well, tried to abide by the Nick Saban rule of one little Debbie cake a day. They and sound I, good. They're good for the soul. And I'm trying to also <laughs> lose weight. And it's the little Debbie cake. So he eats an oatmeal cream pie a day. I try to up him and go a fudge round. That's not going to work. I've heard, I've heard he eats two oatmeal cream pies a day. Well, see, so I need to. So what you're telling me is I need to go <laughs> two fudge rounds. <laughs> But again, those are good for the soul. You know, I I have a, my philosophy is, you know, life is short. You know, again, if you want to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli every day, you do you. But also, I think, like, we also got to enjoy food. And one little Debbie cake is not going to hurt if you're doing the right stuff throughout the day. I'm going to need that, Seth. I'm going to need that as a drop, and I need that sent to my phone. One little Debbie cake is not going to hurt. <laughs> one little Debbie cake. Is not going to hurt. One little Debbie cake is not going to hurt. Yeah, but say if you're eating bad, say you went and got, you already went to McDonald's for breakfast at lunch. Okay, yeah, so now I feel Yeah, <laughs> so you got a fried food-based lunch. And say you're going to the Mexican restaurant for dinner and you're hitting the margaritas. You know, you kind of right. had your fun. <laughs> so then the little Debbie does hurt. Yeah. Oh, you've got a the little Debbie's like one little piece of it. But I would say if you're do you you want more healthy in you than unhealthy. No. But you gotta have little stuff. Because at the end of the day, that's what's gonna hurt you. If I gotta eat more healthy than unhealthy, we got a problem, Clay. <laughs> but right. then another, another scenario is Clay and I had a competition of jumping a hurdle and I was able to jump a hurdle and Clay was not. So what if you had an athlete that needed to some help with his vertical, whether it be weight loss or just flexibility in general? Is that something that you can help with as a dietitian? I would be working with their strength coach. And again, you know, it's, and working with their coach. So, you know, is this a track athlete? 
you know, there's very different types of different types of technique versus, you know, what's the goal to be there. That would be a little bit more on the strength side, but you know, it's a reality of is it nutrition based? How is your diet? Because all that little stuff with your diet plays into affect your performance. Riley, is there anything that like that it's almost like your cheat meal that you force your dietitian, but you just love it and you and you still eat it a lot? Raising cane fox combo replaced the coleslaw with extra toast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there it was. She had it. She had now, it already ready for you. Now, do that's you all, do... That's my ghost. Like I said, if I'm having a bad day, canes makes me happy. It's right down the road for me. Do you use the bread as a sandwich or do you eat it separately? Separately. Okay. And I have some friends who eat it. They put the bread and they, there's a name for it. I don't even know what they call it. but And they eat it as a sandwich. So I, was, I had to ask. Is that a Kentucky thing? I, think I actually might probably. be that friend, and I don't <laughs> I don't know that there's a name for it, so I'm not the person he's talking about, but I'm guilty of that. It, it is funny because I had, when I worked football, especially at LSU, I catered canes a lot because the goal with them was keep them happy. And, you know, what that coach philosophy wants, you really got to make sure you have what their goal is for the players. So one way I got uh, – when I worked with LSU, we had the – third draft pick Derek Stingley there and I got his good side real quick by having that box combo from Cane's with extra cane sauce for him as a post-camp meal a snack right there now that's a snack for football by the way I, wow. I was gonna ask how okay if you're feeding the whole football team of Cane's chicken strips how many chicken strips are we talking SEC um, when I was at LSU is about 120 so and I'd usually just ask them to throw in an extra chicken strip or two. So that'd be about five right there. Uh, you got your calculator on you? <laughs> <laughs> We've got Seth. Be, he's a, he's our calculator. I've, I've worked up some large bills before, but it, it takes money to feed a group that large. And, again, that's counted as a snack. I would never get that for them for a meal because that's not enough food. That's <laughs> now, a bedtime snack. That's a bedtime you, snack for them. You ever – What's the most food that you have seen a, a football team eat? Oh, let's see. A lot of times it's during camp time, preseason camp. You know, that's where they're usually burning the most calories. You're always going to see the most from your O-line and D-line, especially O-line. If O-line's not there eating, we got a problem. You know, I've seen them easily just go through five plates of food. Five. Yeah, wow. And, it, and that's just the main core. It's not the fruit. Wow. Any, it's not dessert. That's not counting fruit juice. You know, to keep a guy, an O line guy's weight, you know, stagnant, not just keep where it's at. It's usually a little over 5,000 calories a day. Man. But again, wow. that's not counting. I wouldn't count that for camp because that's a whole other ball game with camp. You know, our selection of food, it's not the, it's not a strict protocol of grilled chicken, rice, and broccoli. It's like we have fun foods. Like one of our foods today at the training table lunch was meatball subs. You know, you got to make food fun, but you also got to make it calorie dense for certain athletes. So I have a rule with my athletes. If you miss a meeting with me with no text, no show, you leave a mess somewhere in the training table because we have cameras that can catch them or leave a mess at the fueling station or in the locker room. You cannot get our snacks at our fueling station until you bring me an iced coffee or a Diet Coke because we're here to help you. It's a great rule. I love it. Riley, I've got two more questions for you my Let's first one here. is what was you know i want to see what riley lloyd was like in high school when it comes to her diet what was your go-to meal in high school 
you know, I was one of those athletes. That I would have been a dietitian's worst nightmare because I did not eat until before band practice. And, you know, and something that I don't talk with a lot of people about, but, you know, I did have body image issues. So I was under the assumption at the time, okay, I'm going to be a better perform, a better dancer, better at this if I stay skinny. And, you know, that's something that a lot of girls go through now. So I always make sure to share my story with them. But for me, I in high school, I would say I didn't have the best relationship with food. So one, I also didn't like the food at the cafeteria. I don't know how it is nowadays. But, uh, you know, for me, it would be like, okay, I'm going to have like a granola bar before band practice. And then I'll eat at dinner. So honestly, yeah, it was a dietitian's worst nightmare with that. <laughs> my last question for you, Riley. You said you, you know, you really like Coach O. Can you give us a Coach O impersonation? No, oh, I can't. I can't. I've tried, and it's really bad. But it's, I will tell you, that I have heard a lot of Coach O impersonations. I actually, um, one cool fact about him was he traveled his. He was really into boxing. He still is, and his boxing coach would travel with us, and so he became one of my good friends. So he let me come to his boxing gym with him after work so i'd be going there every day so i learned from his boxing coach well that's a that's a good that's cool, awesome. interesting fact <laughs> yeah that's a that's a fun fact but i think i i, know I got like his i think i got coach O's like diet down because when you order food you gotta make sure you got the food that the coach is going to be happy with too or if you have to order something else but it's always a funny thing about my job is you know everybody's eating habits or you you learn them because everybody's creatures of habits and they get the same thing. And I'd have athletes like come up to me. It's like, and I'd have like something, I'd give them something from their fuel, the fueling station. Like I know what they want to be like, how would you know that? I'm like, you've gotten the same thing for three years. <laughs> if you, if you ventured, we, I would be more concerned. I miss Louisiana a lot. I'm, I think I'm happier right now with my whole situation in Nebraska, but I had phenomenal time. He was a great support of nutrition there. You mentioned that you were with the Kansas City Royals in 2019. What was what was your job capacity with the Royals? Um, I was just one. I worked under their director, so I was just a sports dietitian. So I worked with their um, Kansas City Royals and their Triple A team, the Omaha Storm Chasers. And Major League Baseball is different than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, that was going to be what I asked. What's what is? Yeah. How does that work? Oh, 100%. It's worse with are, – are you still a Braves fan? I, I feel like you – aren't you a Braves yes. fan? Yes, big Braves okay. fan. You were there. You were actually with the Royals with Braves World Series MVP Jorge Soler. So, shout out to him. He'll never listen to this. <laughs> yeah. well, it's good to see some things haven't changed. And I, going into this, I remember that. Part. I was like, I think you're still a Braves fan. I remember that. But, um, again, you're working professional – Pro sports is very different from collegiate high school. It is a bit, and it, collegiate is still a business, but it's become more, it's started to become more of a business with the NIL name, image, likeness of the transfer portal. But the pros, that's a whole other ballpark. You know, when you leave the, leave the facility that night, you know, a player might be told before you could say goodbye, that, hey, you're cut or, hey, you're, you're going to another team and you don't get to say goodbye. Like they're leaving that night for it. Yeah. With it. So it's very business focused on that, but you're working with a lot more talent and that talent is consistent across the board. And you have more people, depends the level you're at, that are more 
serious and more mature about that, you know, and Kansas City Royals, Omaha Storm Chasers. I believe the youngest athlete I worked with was 24. Most of the guys were like 27, 28. They're married, have kids. There's a different maturity level. But, I mean, it's hard. It's more cutthroat. And for me, I like collegiate the most, but I'm never going to say I'm always going to say collegiate because, you know, it's the right opportunity comes up the right place you know I don't want to limit myself but for me I love the collegiate lifestyle of it because you're seeing these kids grow over time and it's so cool it was it was such a relief to be able to travel even though you know I'm going to Iowa City Iowa during COVID you know know how great it was just to be see a different environment one cool thing about Iowa they're a big rival so we don't like them, but they're known in football to have the famous pink locker room. And that's something you can Google. Their visiting locker room is pink. Oh. And I was like, so excited to see this. Thinking like, <laughs> oh, it's going to be funny and all that. It was so disappointing. I thought this was going to be bright in your face pink. And it was like pinkish white. I'm like, come on, if you're going to brag about this and say, oh, it's going to throw off the enemy, the opponent. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> Wait. So they're all right. So I can say it. <laughs> Oh man! Oh yeah! Iowa is not. When I think of Iowa, I don't think of people that are like excelling at their trash talk and their ways of getting in opponents' heads and Uh, things like that. uh, SEC is probably the worst with trash talking. I think I got called every name in the book being on the (laughs) sideline. I thought I thought mom when she come to those games was about to. Well, Tanya Lloyd was about to raise some hands. (laughs) Like you're talking bad about LSU. Like I will fight you right now. Well, I wouldn't want to be on the wrong end of that. I'll just tell you that. I know. So, so now she's like that with volleyball, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They traveled. I got to see her and dad this weekend. Y'all know the Kemp family, um, Jazzy Kemp and uh, Mitch. Yeah. They came and watched. The, I got them tickets. They were like a couple rows from the front. So that, they're big Husker volleyball fans. And so I got them like shirts that the team practices in and posters so it, it was cool to have like a lot of fans and see family i just told them the rule is if i give you tickets you gotta wear nebraska <laughs> it's the same way um i was with lsu last year what i was fortunate was we played at kentucky oh and yeah we had, a lot, we had a lot of people asking um asking my mom and stuff can really get us tickets so she can but you have to wear lsu here because that's <laughs> like a big no-no to use our tickets and wear the opposing team's color and they're like oh wait now i need to think about it <laughs> <laughs> oh, with man. it but uh, how have y'all been y'all are still teaching right clay's clay's the one that's not teaching clay you've had the biggest life change recently so you go ahead and uh i work at a bank i'm a teller i am a uh, youth associate minister at my church i do that as well and i also right. got married the 10th I heard I heard you just got back from the honeymoon, right? Seth told I me. Did. Yep, just got back from the honeymoon. Gosh, I love. I, one thing that's like crazy is, you know, we think our life path, what it will be. Now I didn't really see myself getting in sports or leaving football, and then here you are doing something completely different. Yeah, you know, I told somebody, Riley. I said, out of all people that I knew in high school, Laura. Which what's Laura's last name? I'm gonna Barhurst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Her, of course, she worked with that minor league baseball team, and then you yeah. do what you do. And I was like, of all the people, if you would have told me Riley and Laura was the ones that were doing that, I would never have believed you. 
Oh, I tell you, I am so different from high school. Like when I went to college, I, I like to say I became a butterfly. Like I emerged from my cocoon <laughs> and became a butterfly. Like I was so quiet and shy. And I'm like, now I can talk to a brick wall. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, I thought that too. I thought I, I was like, oh, I'm never leaving Dare County. Or then it was, I'm never leaving Lexington. And then it's like, oh, I really want to do this with sports. Okay, I'm going to, why not? And what's great is I have parents who were like you have to take it you know my yeah. parents were always pushing for me it's like you gotta achieve that you know dad didn't want me set me or my brother staying working on the farm he wanted us to like go get college educate have used opportunities they didn't have and but again if i stayed they'd be just as proud so it's it's great to, for me to make them proud and do something and represent their county well, Riley, we really do appreciate you taking the time. Where are you right? Did you say you were back in Nebraska now? Yeah, Lincoln, Nebraska. It's about the size of Lexington, Kentucky. So got a good taste of the city, but feels like it's very farm based, very country still. Yeah. So calling us from from Lincoln. We appreciate you taking your time. At least you're not on a different time zone, right? You're still are you central time? Yeah, same, same time zone, thank the Lord. I yeah, so we're still yeah, at least it's not you know, we're still on the same time length here. So uh, we do appreciate you. We know you're very busy and you've got, gosh, it sounds like you've got a million bajillion things that you've got to do. And you took the time to talk to us uh, lowly people oh, about it. your job and about what you do. So we really do appreciate you. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate y'all having me on. I know it was phenomenal and, you know, I'll never turn y'all down for this kind of stuff. Well, we do. We do. Thank you very much. And we will talk to you later. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Clay, I never thought that I could learn so much from an interview, but I knew nothing about what a what a dietitian did for I knew they were important, I knew they were on staff, but I had no idea what they did and Riley was extremely informational. Yeah, it was super interesting to listen to. You know, we all love food, we all love sports. It's crazy how detailed all that stuff is. I loved it. And it was a little different because we've been talking about, we get a bunch of old people on here that talk about their, their glory days, which is fine. And when I say old people, I include people that are our age. They get on here and they talk about the things that they've done. Well, Riley's living it and doing it right now. She is, and you know, she's able to deal with people that talk about the people she's been around. It's crazy. The, the famous people and the athletes, the coaches she's been around. Yeah, the name she was throwing around there was like with Coach O, and she talked about, you know, it made sense. She said when – didn't she say with her time in Kentucky the the coaching philosophy was to keep the players happy, keep the guys happy? That seems like that fits the mold for what we all kind of thought about Stoops. So it's cool to see somebody that has been around the programs and and, uh, can actually tell us what goes on on the backside of what happens on the field, and she's a big part of that. So I really do appreciate her coming on and and talking to us for a little while. This next segment is brought to you by Jeffries Hardware. Jeffries is known to have what you need for your next project. Milwaukee Power Tools, Porter Paint, Rental Center, they've got it all. So go see the folks at Jeffries Hardware, the friendly hardware store. Coming up this week, football has a bye week, so there's nothing to talk about with football. In a couple of weeks, they play Metcalf County. This is fall break week, so happy fall break to all you fall breakers right now. I see how many times I can say that in one sentence. It looks like volleyball's got Green County tonight, if you're listening on a Monday. We always want to hear from you, so if you like the show, have suggestions, or you just want to give us a shout-out, we're on Twitter at Tribe44Podcast, Instagram under the same handle. We have Facebook, and we are also on the county line at adair-russell.com, and that's where you will get your updated scores and schedules from Dare County High School Sports. 
Well, Clay, if you don't have anything else, this has been the Tribe 44 Podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your preferred method of listening just to make sure you never miss any content, and we will talk to y'all later. Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go-getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. One little Debbie cake is not gonna hurt. One little Debbie cake is not gonna hurt. One little Debbie cake is not gonna hurt.